0: Travel Tidbits Podcast, hosted by the agents of Pineapple Escapes. Join us as we discuss the latest in travel news, destinations, and tips for the savvy traveler. After all, travel makes life sweeter. Hello and welcome to Episode 6 of the Travel Tidbits Podcast. I'm Jamie Weidel, travel agent and owner of Pineapple Escapes. This week, we are welcoming... Nikki Jackson, the podcast. Nikki joined Pineapple Escapes in 2020. Great year for being a travel agent, obviously. And we will be discussing the impact that COVID has had on travel and the concept of revenge travel, which are both very important this year. So Nikki actually found our agency. She was out looking and found us and read my bio and saw that I was an educator. And she was a educator too, and is still teaching some online. And was kind of inspired by that in some ways because she realized that not only did she not have to necessarily stay in the education field to move forward, but she could do some other things as well and embrace her passions for travel. And so um, she actually originally found us on Indeed, and then found our website. And when I originally read her resume and her bio. I knew that she would be a great fit for our team because she has all of the important traits that travel agents should have. Um, She's determined. She's very self-motivated, very organized. And that is exactly what we are always looking for in agents and in people that we want to plan our vacations. So Nikki, tell us a little bit about yourself, your family, and how you decided to become a travel agent for Pineapple's.
1: Absolutely. Um, So as you said, yes, I was in education and still a little bit in education for um, about five years, six years or so. Um, I lose count after being in it for so long. (laughs) And um, I've played just about every role in education and I still love it, still have a passion for it. But my biggest love about it was I loved the planning aspect of it. I love being able to map out my weeks, map out my year um, and being a very just futuristic mindset of it. Um, So that's kind of really what played a huge role in my decision to, to become a travel agent is I'm very much in that planning mindset. And I like, like I said, to just kind of, um, how can I be a problem solver? So in education, I was a math teacher. So math is all about problem solving and per- foreseeing where that problem is going to come up and being able to fix it before you know it happens. So a lot of those kind of tied into um, this job and has made my transition a little bit smoother in that sense. But just a little bit more about me before we get full into our travel agent stuff is I am married to a wonderful husband. Um, It'll be five years this coming March. We have um, a beautiful golden retriever. Uh, She's our rescue baby and just love her to pieces. Her name is Ellie, um, based off of not many people know this. Um, So the movie Up, uh, the woman in um, the movie who passes away, sadly, in the beginning, her name is Ellie. Um, And we always have a theme with our dogs that we name them after Disney characters. And my husband came up with that one and it just so it was perfect. And so, as far as that, it's just us three. We are currently residing in South Florida, so it's kind of fun that I was able to connect with you, knowing that you are in Illinois, which is actually where I was born and raised. Um, so, a little bit of a connection there. Um, but as far as just about my whole journey and just how it's been um, essentially starting in COVID, so I started, like you said, here in 2020, actually just back in July, and I actually, you know, I actually enjoyed starting so slow. It was It was nice for me to learn the ropes and be able to really dig deep and ask you questions and the other team members and just kind of fully understand what it means to be a travel agent and not only what it means, to, but to be successful at it. Um, I am now what is that, four months, almost six, five months in, um, six months in now. And I can say like, I don't think I would be as successful now if I would have started with a bunch of clients in the very beginning. I was able to go slow. I was able to do the trainings. I was able to just do a whole lot more than what I would have been able to. So in fact, I'm I'm thankful for that slow start. It's, it's really been nice for me in that sense of it. Um, And just in general, just for the few months that I've been with Pineapple, it's been so fun just to watch not only myself grow, but just us as a team. That is one of the just the amazing factors I have noticed about this agency is that it's not, you know, every man for himself. It's it's very much a, hey, I'm struggling with this and let's all work together to get you through that. Or, hey, I noticed you were doing this awesome thing. Can you help me do that with my clients? And it's very much a team effort. So that's what I love about it is that if a client comes on with one of us, they're really coming on with all of us. And it's just, it's a really just cool team effort um, that we have here. So I'm very thankful to be a part of it.
0: And we are very thankful to have you too. And I couldn't agree more. I think that that is by far the best part of our agency is we are a team and we do all work together and and have that ability to connect and be together. And jumping into our slice of life segment here, I've been talking about this on all the podcasts because everyone that I've talked with so far was with us in Orlando um, yeah. for our training. But obviously, the best part of it was all of us being together. Oh yeah, I wanted to talk a little bit to you specifically about what you found beneficial about the training, the in-person training, and what you were able to bring back to your clients as a result of being able to attend that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So that was a whirlwind of a weekend that I would have never been able to do again on my own. So again, just such an amazing part to be a part of a team because we were able to go there. And although we were together, we were all taking in different pieces of info. So I saw one thing, but somebody else saw something else. And we were able then to share that at the end of the day. I loved doing all of the dining throughout Disney and throughout even just the resorts. I feel like that sometimes is missed. People spend so much time in in the parks that they miss some of the resort dining and missing the aspect of even if you're staying at one resort, you can still dine at all the other ones. So kind of branching out of just the parks or just that one resort that you are in also absolutely loved, I'm sure this has been said a lot already, but the um, VIP experience at Universal. And not only not only did I like it because obviously we learned a ton from it, but I liked it because it's something that we also can offer our clients. It's not just something that, oh, just because you're a travel agent, you got this cool deal. It's no, like this is something that you and your family can do if you want to. If you have even a small family, if you have a large family, you guys can take up the whole tour. If you have, um, if it's just, you know, a few of you, you can join in on a tour with other families. So it definitely can work to what works best for you. And that was just, that was a really cool thing um, to be able to take a part of because you got to do everything on a day that was super busy um, that we normally would have had to wait in line for a bunch of things. The coolest one, I'm sure, again, everyone said is Hagrid's because that one doesn't have an express pass right now. So we able to get on that and do it again right away was amazing. And just getting that that one-on-one experience with someone who has been with universal for a while so like our vip guide being able to be with him and just ask him questions about really anything um and he knew it or for like hey we're really into shopping he's like here let's go to this store let's do that I and mean, hey you're going to you're going to want to start at the christmas store in the morning cuz by the end of the day the line's going to be packed so just getting tidbits like that um, it's kind of like having a travel agent with you all day, kind of going through the parks. And that's kind of like a cool way to explain it. It's, you really don't have to th- really think about lines or think about what order you should do something because he's there to be like, oh, we should do this first and then that. And oh, you want to do this? Okay, let's do it at this time. So it's just it's just an awesome guy to have you with in, in that sense. But overall, it was incredible. I can't wait for the rest of our APs just because you just learn so much from it. And it's just so fun to then come back and share it with our clients.
0: I couldn't agree more. And... It's just fun to all be able to hang out together. We talk every day in social media. We have a Facebook group that is just the agents, but um, we're all talking to each other every day. But it's just nice to actually be in person since we're spread out all over the country. Yeah. It was great. Um, So let's jump into our at the core for this episode where we're talking mostly about how COVID has impacted travel. So like Nikki mentioned, she just started in July. And so she has had kind of a slow start because of the COVID issues. But for her, it's been perfect because it's allowed her to do trainings. It's allowed her to kind of get her feet wet um, without an influx of clients all at once. But one of the things that Nikki publicized and marketed as soon as she came on board was this idea of planning in pencil. And that's something that I think has really resonated with our agency is, you know, we have to plan and pencil right now. We can't be sure what's going to come. We're hoping that there'll be a vaccine, obviously. But at this point, we need to make sure that when our clients are booking, there are ways out, there's travel insurance, and that their investment is protected. And so that's one thing that we are trying really hard to make sure with our clients that they are informed and ready of all the COVID protocols and Things that we aren't necessarily sure how will happen what will happen or how it will happen. One of the things my family was actually at Walt Disney World um the day that they reopened on July eleventh. And I we, remember that. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. We walked into the Magic Kingdom as all the cast members were lining the the street, Main Street, and it was there were tears in my eyes. I couldn't I couldn't help it. It was just like coming home. <laughs> right. It was so overwhelming just because it had been so long, and then Disneyland is still closed in California. I know.
1: We, I have a, I have a friend that's out in Disneyland, and she's just, just waiting for those days. Not out in Disneyland, but out in California. She's just waiting
0: for those days to open. It is. It's a struggle. And the thing with Disneyland, they have open like Downtown Disney. There's yes. some outdoor dining open, but it's just the attractions aren't open. It's not anything close to the same experience, and. A lot of my clients that are Disneyland people, I have, it, it seems to be you're either a Disneyland person or a Walt Disney Yeah, there's, there's not really in between. <laughs> yeah. So those people have been, you know, kind of playing with the idea of maybe coming to Walt Disney World to try it out since Disneyland's been closed for so long. Um, but we've also got Universal Orlando is open, but the Universal in Hollywood is closed. And that's a, I've, I've corrected a few people I've seen on Instagram because I follow both.
1: Um, and I've seen people post on the Hollywood one being like, I seen on your website, you guys are open, but I, I can't get tickets or whatever. And I kindly comment, hey, this is the Hollywood one. Make sure you're looking at the Orlando one. And that can be confusing, too. So another just kind of a fun thing or a tidbit, I guess you could say, of just like making sure you use a travel agent, because that would be a common mistake to pur- purchase tickets for the
0: wrong one. Yeah. Can you imagine? I can't even imagine.
1: No, that'd be terrible.
0: But yes, and that's something that we will make sure of for you that you're going to the right place yes. <laughs> you to do the wrong one. But that it has been a big thing with COVID is, you know, every state is reacting differently. Um, different countries are reacting differently. Some things are open, some things are not. And that's really, I think, a big benefit of using an agent right now is we're doing all of that research for you. We know what's open. We know what tests are required. We know what forms are required. And we can help you with all of those different parts of the process if you're choosing to travel right now. One thing I wanted to kind of talk about a little bit more with you, Nikki, um, I know that you have clients that are supposed to go to Hawaii in March. Can you tell me a little bit about that
1: situation? Man. All right. So I have my clients. These are honeymooners. um, And they actually booked back in like August. September I mean a little while ago so obviously I've been watching it I've been tracking their flights and everything and I even went as far as I actually made a connection um with a really sweet lady um who lives in Kauai and we've been talking back and forth because she knows I have honeymooners headed out there and she reached out to me the other day and said hey so I want to let you know that Kauai is actually getting ready to close again so back in October um before October, Hawaii was completely closed off. You had, well, if you went, you had a um, quarantine for 14 days when you landed. There was no way around it. But then back in October, I think it was around the 15th or so, they then opened up the testing program to where if you get tested 72 hours before your final leg of the flight, if it comes back negative, you can go. There's a bunch of other steps to it. Obviously, we'd help you through that. But that was the basic of it. If you got tested, if you were negative, you could go. Kauai, though, just announced that they are going to um, not go along with the testing program. They have now said, and they've been approved, um, the governor of Hawaii said that it was fine, that the mayor of Kauai could do this. Kauai, and this is the only island, the other islands are still doing the testing program. Kauai, though, is now back to doing the 14-day quarantine. So if you want to go, you have to plan longer than a 14-day trip. As soon as you land, you would have 14 days in quarantine, and then you could begin, begin your vacation. And again, that's the only island that's doing that. So I reached out to my honeymooners. They're going to Kauai and Maui, and I was like, this is a deal. What are we thinking? And so I'm still in that stage of kind of playing those options out with them. We're talking about plan Bs. We're talking about how long we can wait. What's that going to look like? They're asking for my honest opinion. And I'm giving that to them, you know, think about if this was something that you were trying to plan on your own, you don't have someone to bounce those ideas off of, you don't have someone to be looking into um, the other uh, restrictions that are happening. So we're just I'm working them through right now just to make sure that we're going to make the most educated decision and what you were saying earlier about booking the um, refundable things. Luckily, they did purchase travel insurance. So no matter what, they're going to be covered, which is great. And we would obviously recommend that for everybody. But so that's the restriction right now. And we don't know how long that's going to last. It could be just this month. It could be multiple months. It could be a week. We have no idea. So it's just kind of a gamble that we're playing with. And again, just super fortunate that my clients do have travel insurance. So we're going to be safe no matter what. And now we're just looking forward to see what our plan B is going to be.
0: It should probably be mentioned here for those of you that aren't booking with us the travel insurance thing, there are travel insurances out there that do not cover COVID related cancellations or issues. So you need to make sure that the travel insurance that you are using, if you are not booking with us, we will make sure of that if you book with us, is actually going to cover you if it's a COVID related cancellation, or if you have COVID related issues. Um, Some of the travel travel insurances out there do not cover that. So make sure that You're booking on your own, which we don't recommend. Obviously, (laughs) that that is something that is covered. A lot of places are actually open right now for travel during COVID. Um, Some of the big ones have been Mexico, Cancun and Cabo are open and easy to book. Don't require testing, so that's definitely a place that we could send you there. The resorts in Cancun area are currently at 35% capacity, so um, lots of room for, for social distancing. And with that being said, though,
1: every resort does kind of act differently. So if you are a person that has certain restrictions, like you you want to be at a resort that makes sure that everyone wears a mask the entire time, no matter what, you know, those are things you'd want to tell your travel agent on what your comfort level is. Because, yes, every resort has protocols. Everyone is being safe. But at what level they're doing it is going to vary in certain things. Um, may not happen. So we just had clients, um, or I just had clients that went to Mexico, and they didn't have room service at the resort, but other resorts might have room service. So if that's a priority for you, just make sure you let your travel agent know and they can make sure that they um, have those for you.
0: Yeah, I absolutely agree. I mean, and that's one thing when you're working with a travel agent, typically, they're going to ask you those questions. Yes, they're going to ask you about your priorities. If wearing a mask at all times is important to you, they will help you find A resort that will match that up if the room service is important to you, if having bottles of alcohol in the room is important. (laughs) I mean, it it just depends. And everyone has different ideas of what they want to see when they go on vacation. And that's one of the best things that I think we do as agents is we help to qualify and find those ideal situations for our clients. Um, As far as flights and flight safety. Nikki, you had a great post on our pineapple escapes page earlier this week. Can you elaborate on that a little bit for us? Yeah. So as I mentioned earlier, actually, I don't think
1: I said so my husband, um, he is a clinical pharmacist here at the hospital in South Florida. um, And he loves being able to send me information about just COVID and what's happening. Um, And he's also learning a lot just as what we're learning. And so he sent me this really cool article that talks about flights and comparing the air filters that are on them to the ones that are actually in a hospital. So I'm I'm gonna read this exactly um, from the post that I had. So it says modern airplanes maintain clean air by circulating a mix of fresh air and air recycled through HEPA filters, the same type of air filters used in hospital operating rooms. Um, So a lot of people have a fear of flying and the fact of the air that's circulating is going to be an increase of COVID. Um, When in fact most people, if you're in an office building or if you're in a school, the filters that are used there may not even be the same that are used in a hospital. So really the ones that are used on a plane are just as good as the ones that are in an operating room. Um, Obviously though, when you're on an airplane, you're going to be next to people. So just going through those um, protocols, using hand sanitizer, staying in your seat, you know, there's Other steps you want to take to maintain your safety, but as far as the air circulation on the plane, it is just as good as in a hospital. So that's not something that's going to circulate more COVID
0: as people may think um, throughout the flight. I've actually—I can't remember—I've been on multiple flights. I can't even remember the number since COVID has happened. And the first trip that I took was actually a road trip to Pensacola because I was kind of nervous at first about flying, and and I think when all of this first. Came about in March. We didn't really know what to think. And as it's gone on, you know, I, I've had to get braver as a travel agent to go on flights. And I've been on numerous ones now. I've been to St. Lucia. I've been to Orlando multiple times. We just recently flew to Colorado for Thanksgiving. We will be flying again at Christmas time. So I've been on a lot of flights over the last, you know, six to eight months. But I, I think that overall, I have felt very safe when I've flown. Obviously, I was one of those crazy people that flew with you know, the little wet ones and wiped down my yep. seat and everything. You're not
1: the crazy one. There's most
0: people out there that are, that are doing that. Well, I did that even before COVID was a thing. <laughs>
1: okay. Well, then maybe a little crazy.
0: I've always been one of those that I sit down, I wipe everything down. And the nice thing has been a lot of airlines have been leaving that metal seat open. But I know that that is changing. Yes. Um, airlines are trying to boost back up, but a lot of flights still are not full. So that's mm-hmm. something to consider as well when you're deciding to fly. Um, I know our flight to Colorado at Thanksgiving, there were 60 people on the plane. Wow. So very easy to socially distance and spread out even on the plane. Yeah. And everyone is required to wear the mask on the plane.
1: Yep. And like I said, I've said this before too, even on my own platforms that you know the companies, the airlines, the hotels, the resorts, they're all doing their part. They are setting, you know, procedures in line, they're setting protocols, they're, you know, trying to keep clients and everyone in line. At the end of the day, though, it's us as travelers to hold that responsibility to be accountable to make sure we're following those protocols. It's, it's up to us, you know, the, the businesses can only take it so far. And then we as travelers have to do our part.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I agree. And I I hope that we are informing our clients of all the protocols. So they're prepared and ready for their own travel. So that kind of goes through a breakdown of a lot of the different areas that we specialize in with COVID travel. But if you want to go anywhere right now, um, we can help you with that. Um, But the other topic I really wanted to focus on is this idea of revenge travel. So one of the things that has been talked about a lot is how the economy and travel will bounce back after COVID is over. And we're really kind of thinking that this won't be a thing until there's a vaccine. So once there's a vaccine and more people have it, we're really anticipating there being a big boost in travel because people have been cooped up for so long. In our show notes, I'm going to put a link to um, a Washington Post article that talks a little bit more about this if you're interested in the concept. But Nikki, what are your thoughts on revenge travel?
1: Man, I hope it happens.
0: <laughs>
1: but no, i really I really do see that because even I mean, it was like late October. I feel like even as a company, we were starting to really see our sales increase. I was having clients come to me saying, "I want to go somewhere and I want to go somewhere before Thanksgiving. Like I'm ready. Now that was really before we started seeing that second wave kind of come through. Um, so it's kind of we've kind of you know dived back down a little bit. But I do think just like you said, as soon as there's that that vaccine or there's that green light, <laughs> If you will. I people are ready to go. Like so many of my, it's countless people have had like bucket list trips from this past year that have had to be rescheduled and then just canceled. And now they're just like, when when am I going to be able to pick this back up again? So I've said this from the very beginning: travel is not it's not dying. There's no way no one is going to never travel again. But travel is changing. So that that's the big thing: our mindset for what vacation looks like. Has to change. You are, you know, the idea of people saying, "Well, I don't want to go here because I don't want to have to wear a mask." Now, masks—I don't know when those are going away. I like even with the vaccine, I, I really don't know. So I just, I've just accepted that mask is an accessory now. That's, that's what I'm wearing, and that's how, that's how I'm going to do vacation. Because I would rather go on vacation and have to wear a mask for, you know, some of it. Sure, there's times you can have mask breaks and stuff, but you're not going to catch me sitting on the couch because I have to wear a mask somewhere. Like I. I love travel way too much to do that. So no, yes, we are for sure going to have a revenge travel and our mindset for traveling is going to change slightly, but it's coming. And I'm I'm so, so ready for it.
0: <laughs> I think we're all ready for it, yeah. but especially in our industry. But I, I do think that it is changing how our industry is operating and it's changing what vacations look like. Um, for yeah. example, we went to Colorado over Thanksgiving and We definitely made choices that would be different in quote-unquote normal times. We wore a mask every time we were out. We only had takeout once. And otherwise, we... Cooked our own meals because we rented a house instead of. And staying I in mean, a hotel. those are
1: things that we even talked about at our AEP back in November. We we ourselves as travelers were like, we need to sit down and grab a snack because I need a mask break. And that's something you also have to think about. And as travel agents, will help you think about of planning out your days like that. You know, it's not as easy to do a twelve hour day at an amusement park and not take your mask off. So like planning in those breaks, it's just it's a new way, a new style of traveling.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think having someone to help you work through when those should be like, for example, on our Magic Kingdom Day, when we stopped at Liberty Tree Tavern for lunch, yeah. it was so nice to have that almost an hour break to sit there, be able to talk and not have our masks on while we were yes. eating. And that was a really nice break in the day as well. That kind of, you know, rejuvenated us for the rest. Absolutely. Of the day. So having someone who has those experiences and can help you um work through those I think is really important but obviously as a travel agency we're really hoping for revenge travel but if you read through the article I th- I think that it's I think it's a real thing and I think so many of us have been home so much more than we are used to I know I was home for almost 2 months which is unheard of for me and I was going crazy and that's part of how we ended up in Pensacola was I was just chomping at the bit to yeah. be anywhere and I think a lot of people have been home this entire time and they are going to be ready to go. And so we are going to be ready to help them. Absolutely. <laughs> One other thing I did want to mention with cruises still not sailing, that has had a really big impact on business overall in the travel industry. And it will be interesting to see how all of this plays out and how the economic recovery impacts travel. So um I'm sure we will have another podcast on this as things continue to change and yes evolve.
1: I'm I'm very interested in that with me being a South Floridian. Um, I'm very close to some of the cruise ports and we still see ships there and stuff. Obviously we they're not coming and going and it's not as busy down there anymore, but I am I, mean, I think really the whole the whole world's just kind of curious to see what cruises are going to look like. And there is a big stigma around cruises and you know how that how COVID and stuff looks with them. So I'm, I am, I think we're all just ready. And, and that's one thing too, just with using us, using a travel agent, um, that when that first one takes off, we're going to know about it. We're going to know all the details about it and just be able to help you through those, those first cruise steps.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I'm sure at least one of us, hopefully me, will be on one of those as soon as they are going again as well. So yes. yeah, we are definitely here to help with all of your questions COVID related as well. So let's wrap it up with our Crushed It segment. This week, it's actually one of Nikki's favorite items. So I'm going to let her kind of take over.
1: Yes. So the sleep sheet is our travel favorite item for this week. And it is my all time favorite thing that I own. So originally my husband got this for me whenever we were traveling to Europe, um, because we were going to be staying in hostels. And he was just like, you're going to want this. I just know your personality. So essentially what it is for those of you who don't know, um, it's very similar. <laughs> yeah. You're laughing at me right now. Cause it's just how I am, but it's very similar to just think about like a sleeping bag. Um, this one particular doesn't have a zipper on it. So it just has like, it's like a, just a pocket essentially you're able to put yourself in and then it also goes over your pillow and so the way that I explain it is that I like it because anything that's physically touching me I've washed and it's mine and anything that's close to my face mine is um silk and so it's even just smooth and comfortable um and it's just it just helps me sleep better just knowing that again I washed it and it's touching me and then that's that I know so many different now that I'm in, I still take it when I go to hotels and stuff and all hotels and resorts, they have wonderful, um, you know, washing protocols and they're all very clean and it's fantastic. But I just still got so used to sleeping in my sleep sheet, um, that I bring it with me everywhere and I use it all of the time. Um, and I've actually even had some people, especially now with COVID and just how things are happening. Some people are like, Hey, I actually, I actually want that now, you know, with just how everything is. So it's not necessarily something that you have to have. But for those of you that are just a little particular on how things are washed, it's perfect. And I love it too, because with it being just like a sheet, it honestly, I can squish it up to be about as big as my fist. Like it doesn't take up any room. It's super small and just can shove it in your bag. And you can get different sizes. Actually, I've seen some that are twin size, so just fits a singular person. But if you want to get real fancy, you can get like a double size and you can technically put two people in there. But that's too close for comfort for me. I still, I'd <laughs> want the whole
0: thing. so how many pineapple rings would you rate this for travel
1: oh by the way i just talked about it i'd give it are we talking on on like a five five ring scale a hundred percent a five ring scale five
0: five pineapple rings for the sleep sheet we will have a link to this um in our show notes for you guys if you're interested in looking at nikki's sleep sheet recommendation thank you guys for joining us today and thank you nikki for being here with us as we talked about revenge travel You can find all of our Pineapple Escapes agents on the web at www.pineappleescapes.com. And our site includes a link to all of our Travel Tidbits episodes, plus information about all of our agents and links for all of our social media. And since there's so many of us, you could be following a lot of us and it's a lot of fun. But we'd love to have you join our community. And thanks a lot, Nikki, for being here today. We hope you've enjoyed today's episode of the Travel Tidbits podcast hosted by Pineapple Escapes. Travel makes life sweeter. Let the experts help you plan a vacation with lasting memories. We'd love to help you plan your next vacation and have you join our community. You can find us on the web at www.pineappleescapes.com and on Facebook and Instagram at Pineapple Escapes.